Little old news right? reporter. Wow. Super <laughs> subtle flex. Yeah. Humble brag. Yeah, right? humble. <laughs> oh, D, bro. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 36 of Asara Toby Sports Pod. We're here with quarantine pod number five, I'm pretty sure. Damn, it's been five episodes in quarantine yeah. already. Shit's terrible. Shit. Uh, it's me, John. To my left, we have just a friend, JT, as always, in the the, the Jets hoodie. You, know, you already know. It is what Jet, it is. Jets hoodie, Temple hat, black sweats, as Looking always. Looking like the inside of Miles' room. Basically. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going from my room to Matt's studio, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Then we have to my right. I'm I'm sticking with this one. This is my new favorite nickname. We're going with Southwest. Okay, Southwest. Sticking yeah, sticking yeah, domestic nah, out here. Yeah, nah. South Southwest is fire. I'm I'm really rocking with that joint. What's up, everybody? Hope y'all staying safe and socially distancing. As always, keeping us sounding beautiful to bless your eardrums. We have the Saratobi sound man, Mr. Matt himself, over at Regrown. Thank you all. And then we do have a guest today. See, this is someone that when we were in college, we used to just shoot the shit in our dorm room. So we have Kayla Solomon calling from beautiful, sunny, was it Macon, Georgia? Macon. Macon. Macon like bacon? Macon bacon. (laughs) There we go. Yes, sir. (laughs) From Poconos to Temple to Georgia? Yes, indeed. Wow. I've been a little bit of everywhere. We love to see it. Yeah, she's our second um, guest, and you know we're trying to keep this trend of verified guests. So uh, this is this has been fun so far. Yeah, that's a fact. We doing y'all do y'all out here doing big things, man. We love to see it. Of course, the growth from um from arguing about sports at two a.m. after a fresh grocer run. Yep, you know, to doing it on two p.m. on a Tuesday. Right, <laughs> we love to see it. Kayla, how are you doing today? I'm good, you know, enjoying um, quarantine day 3017, it feels like. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So I got to ask. So everything in the South, like, I feel like they were a little bit, like, uh, they were a little slow with their response. I feel like, you know, up here, everything shut down kind of early. Like, so when down there did everything shut down? Yeah, so um, I'm sure by now everyone has kind of seen Governor Kemp's comments about, oh, we didn't know that. If you're asymptomatic, go pass the virus on. Everyone was sending that to me like a week and a half ago. What the fuck? It is fuck? a bit slow. Yeah, it took a while. It seemed like everyone else in the world knew that except him, apparently. Yeah. But um, we've been in a shelter in place down here for since Friday, since April 5th. So last Friday, or I believe it was April 3rd, I mean. Um, it's been interesting. You know, from my perspective, just, you know, being a news reporter, it's kind of different because I'm seeing it through what our viewers are telling us. We have a lot of viewers that have been complaining like, oh, I went to the supermarket and people were not six feet away from each other. Or, you know, we just get all types of phone calls. Um, So I'm seeing it from that perspective, but I'm also seeing it for myself and just how, you know, up there, Governor Cuomo 
very, very quick to shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And down here, it seemed like we were kind of the last ones to do anything. So Yeah, that's our current president with our <laughs> vice president, Fauci. Right. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Cuomo for president. Yeah. And, you know, everyone that was sending me video with um, Governor Kemp's quotes, they all kind of said the same thing, you know, is it not as bad in Georgia? And I was like, well, we're definitely in the top 10 in the nation right now. I don't remember what as of now Mm -hmm. but what we're seeing a lot of is like out here we have an air force base which is considered essential and as of right now they keep getting cases in like my station covers 26 counties so we're seeing a lot of numbers jumping due to testing so it's just been a a very interesting experience to say the least now with the influx of testing i expect the numbers to explode but like i feel like the south at least coming from our perspective isn't taking it as seriously per se. That's a fact. That, that's what it seems like to us. And it's just, you know, with the things going on with such a religious week in the past week between Passover mm-hmm. and then Easter and everything, I just feel like everything's going to blow up. And then do you feel like, you know, everyone around you or at least the environments that you're covering are taking it a bit more seriously or it's still just kind of, it, it it feels a little surreal to them or like it's it's one of those, it's not really going to hit me. Yeah, it's, um. I mean, I don't know how, Big, it's been up there, but I know down here what a lot of churches started doing are live streaming, of course. Mm-hmm. But we do have a lot of churches that started doing like drive-in services, where Word. like a, like a drive-in movie yeah. theater, basically. But like you just in your yeah, car, so, there's a somebody exactly. on stage and shit. So <laughs> on, on Sundays, what they do is in the parking lot of the church, they have people, they have like parking attendants, kind of like making sure everyone's spaced out. They're telling people, you know, stay in your car. And then they're having them, um, like the pastor gets up and has this big microphone and then they may have like a singer or two up there with him and they're literally just doing service in the parking lot. So at first that was the biggest thing, but I know as of last week, I believe the department of public health kind of shied away from it and was just like, you know, that's still dangerous because you still have, you know, parking spots aren't far from each other. So Mm -hmm. if you have people getting out of their car know to say hi or you have some people that just can't hear as well so they'll step out their car and just still be standing outside so you're still dealing with social distancing issues but yeah that we've seen a little bit of everything going we've had churches doing like facebook live services which i feel like is normal live streaming Mm -hmm. drive-through services um i know we've had it wasn't here but down in florida there was pastor that was still like oh i'm still preaching to my congregation we're just only gonna allow up to 100 people and i'm like that defeats the purpose yeah exactly (laughs) of the whole thing so yeah i think it's been an adjustment for everyone and i know i interviewed a pastor on saturday because i work saturdays and i asked him you know what are you guys doing for easter sunday service and he kind of mentioned that they did like this whole how-to video of how to do communion from your house Mm, so you know like yeah so talking about oh you don't necessarily need um you know what you would normally have for communion what they give out at church he's like you know you could just use a simple slice of bread and cut it up and you can pour some wine or whatever you have so there's a little quick basically i'm saying yeah so (laughs) so we're seeing we're seeing all kinds of like people making unique adjustments i'll say right that's a good way to put it yeah all right, so just getting away from the actual like outside, like what is a day in the life of Kayla? Like, what is your what is your quarantine yeah. day been like? The workflow is the same. 
So I'm still I'm still on the clock really from nine fifteen to six fifteen is my work day. Right. Um the only I feel like the biggest difference I'm seeing is because we drive to our own stories and shoot our own stories, it's been weird getting my work done very soon because I don't have to drive anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. we've moved all of our all of our interviews are now we're doing phone interviews or we're just doing strictly like FaceTime or Skype or Zoom interviews. Right. Um, but we're not doing, we've totally moved away from in-person interviews. Um, even with breaking news, if we're at the scene of a homicide and the cops um, or like the sheriff is out there, we're still having him like, hey, no, we're not going to do this in person. We're going to get seen video, but we're still going to call you and do like a phone interview. Um, mm-hmm. So... I have my editorial meeting every morning at 9.30. We hop on this call and kind of pitch our stories, get the okay, or they assign you something else. Right. Bro, people and are still killing people in quarantine? That's wild. We have to be pretty we, close. We just had, oh my gosh, we had a homicide. This past week, we actually had like a star basketball player, a star high school basketball player got killed. Out. Really? And then we had, and then two weeks ago, we had, a triple homicide, three people were killed Hello? and then a kid was kidnapped. So like, it's been insane. And that's just here in Macon. That's not even like Central Atlanta Georgia. or anything. Well, then. But, uh, yeah, about to say, yeah, y'all getting active yeah, down there so buying guns at Walmart and shit. It's <laughs> difficult because, you know, even in terms of breaking news, it's hard for us to do our job when we can't like just walk up to people. Like normally we just walk up to the sheriff and be like, okay, what's the information? And we'll write mm-hmm. down the information. Right. So now it just kind of feels like in that sense it's delayed. But for me, my work day has been, I sit right here in my living room, my interviews, film whatever I need to film on camera. If I need to go get video, I will. But I've been done with all my stuff really early. So I normally have to have something done for the five, have something done for six and i think i've been getting most of my stuff done by like 4 30 which is weird because then i'm like oh what do i do with all this time (laughs) i'm done yeah i'm not used to having all this free time so i guess in that sense it's been cool but then it's also like i can't go anywhere to enjoy my free time so (laughs) regardless i'm still nah most definitely all right so with that extra time i know you've been binge watching something like you had like what you got tell me something somebody needs a show or recommendation so put us on Okay, um, what have I been watching? I really, I mean, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy for years, so I still keep up oh, with it. Oh my god! I know, I know, I know. That I know. shit got like thirty seasons. But, but I know it needs to end. <laughs> it it really and does though. It's still going on. Uh, yeah, it's still listen, going if on. You're, oh. If your main characters like, if they have to just be like, please, just kill me off the show because <laughs> it's not ending. Hey, like, come I on. Mean, they still. I would love to make a. a a check like that but um let's see i think i mean i watched i'm gonna be honest i watched tiger king i binge watched it i didn't like it <gasps> what what oh i'll be honest oh but I man think, but i think the reason why i didn't really like it is because all the good stuff was already spoiled for me on social media oh, so like okay. i knew all about the whole i knew all about like that bitch carol, carol baskin thing on twitter <laughs> before i watched it it was weird for me watching it because they were showing like old news footage and stuff. So from that perspective, I'm watching it and I'm just like, it probably was really cool to do this story like as it was unfolding. Right. Um, but yeah, I, other than that, I wasn't really. She's been working on herself 
yeah. not not you know just been indulging in this this media to to kill time and distract her. <laughs> nah, most definitely. She's been using this time for self betterment. I mean, honestly, one thing I've gotten into during this quarantine is well, one I've been doing a lot of online shopping, which is really bad. Oh, God, it's very yeah. bad. Um, but I've also gotten recently gotten into yoga, like on the building. Okay. Um, on the roof of my building, we have like a nice like patio set, and they have like mm. a full kitchen and stuff. Like people host brunches up there 1%. all the time. Tony, man. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. so, so, so I'll like go up there in the mornings and do my little workout, or go in the evening whenever it's not ninety degrees because it's still been so hot down here and Word. very humid. Damn. Oh yeah, it's I'm about been... to say that's that ceiling fan in the background look like it's booming. <laughs> so oh I'll yeah, be... like it's. It's been, and I have the air on, like I have on both. Yeah. So it's been, Jeez. it's still been hot. And I mean, it sucks not, not being able to really enjoy it like we should, but mm-hmm. I've gotten into yoga, which is weird. Cause I never thought I get 25, 24 year old me would get into yoga. So. I mean, I See, mean, shit. Don't, don't limit yourself people. And I mean, and uh, you got you also time to be, be constructive, learn a new skill, try something new. You have plenty of time to just, you know. Do whatever. And since you got, and since you down there in Georgia, it's hot yoga basically. Since it's like ninety degrees every time you're doing that shit, so it's like you. Re- it's really yeah. a workout on some shit. Yo, summer bodies are either gonna be horrible or great when this is over. Yeah. But if we being real, like I know everyone has been very optimistic, and it's like, oh, you know, if we shelter in place like we're supposed to for X amount of time, like we'll still be able to have like July, August. Mm. Honestly, y'all. I don't think that's going to be the case, especially not down here because we were so behind. That. Like they're talking yeah. about flattening the curve. We're so behind that curve. Y'all right curve now. hasn't even risen yet. <laughs> like our curve hasn't even yeah risen enough to be flattened. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> we're kind of um, behind everything. So they said in New York is starting to flatten up. There's still a lot of people dying, but it's starting to flatten. It's not lessening yet per se. But um, yeah, I find it really weird and funny. Isn't the C- the CDC's in Atlanta, right? Or is in it's in yep. Georgia. So how is it that yep, the CDC Atlanta. could be in in the in the same state where the governor is just like basically like claiming negligence and not being up to date on the situation? I would think if anything, Georgia would be like at the for like at the forefront of all this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just um trying to figure out a nice way to word this. I think it's more so I think it more so comes down to um you know, I can't even put all the blame on Governor Kemp because I feel like it's all like it goes from the top down. So it's like whatever you see the president doing, you guys, you know, fall in line or you decide how you want to do it. But I think what really out here and I you guys probably haven't been keeping up with, you know, what's going on down here. But Albany is the hardest area out here. Really? And it was wild because what happened was. For a while, we were okay. Like, we had cases here and there. But there was one weekend, I want to say about a month ago, maybe like a month and a half ago, where there were these two big funerals for prominent people in Albany. And everyone that went to those funerals ended up getting, ended up testing positive. Wow. So that's hundreds of people right there. And then you have to consider that not all those people live in Albany. So they're returning home. They're around their families, they're around their friends, they're still going to supermarkets and stuff. So from there, that was really when it started booming. And we've had a bunch of deaths just in the Albany area. So I think 
that was really like the moment when Governor Kemp was like, oh, this is more serious than we thought. Maybe we should do something. Yeah, so. If only the Jews in Williamsburg would figure that one out. Yeah, that's nah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen those videos? Wild, yeah, bro. They be bugging right on Eastern Parkway, bro. Bugging the fuck out. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, shit, they be living their life every Saturday, bro. Fuck yeah, it. and then we can't, yeah, they live their <laughs> life and we can't live our life. That's a fact. <laughs> they be like, they be like, go inside, they just be chilling, like, now with their top hats. No, nah, they'll just look at you like, I don't speak English. No, they don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, man. That's a fact. It's wild out there. <laughs> all right, we're boarding Mel Gibson territory. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 stop it. All right, well, this is my, all right, well, I just got one more question. Let's give our, I just want you to give our audience, like, what's the vibe of a reporter? Like, what is, like, what do you love about it? Like, yeah, I think um, yeah. I think for me, I mean, y'all were with me in college. Y'all knew I was involved with like, you know, sports and like the broadcast stuff going on at Temple. Um, but now that I'm on the news side, um, I think it's kind of just the idea of being in small town news, like local news, as they would call it, is different because one, I'm lucky enough that the station I work at, we're the number one station in this market. Hey, so hey, subtle flex, subtle flex, right? Humble been, brag again. <laughs> <laughs> and we have been, and we have been for over 60 years. So I think it's the out here, what I've grown to love is just the fact that people really come to us when they have an issue, when they have something that um, goes with our straight from the heart brand. Mm. So I've just really enjoyed being able to tell people stories and kind of like, especially now we have people dying and we can't have proper funerals for them. Mm -hmm. So we have people calling us like, like, oh, this person was a prominent person in Macon as part of like the civil rights movement and Uh, she passed away and we want to honor her. So as much as we get all the disrespectful comments and stuff that you hear about, um, yeah. we still have those people that are really loyal to us. So I really like the loyals. That's awesome. I honestly expected to see you at a sports desk somewhere when we finished college. I wasn't expecting you to go straight for the local news, but no, it's dope. Like, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, but it. honestly, and I'm looking back at it now, I have so many friends that are also in sports, but it's like right now, yeah. they're having a news. Yeah. Like, there's nothing for them to report on. I know our sports people have been reassigned to news so it's been like this time is kind of like a double-edged sword like i of course i miss reporting on sports too but i still get to do sports stories when i want to yeah. so that's the cool that's about awesome it. and i know what you're saying last week we spoke about horses um church and tiger king so yeah that's that's how our sports podcast is going so far mm-hmm. but, <laughs> if y'all don't listen but to the there, was, there was kind of there was kind of a lot of uh, relevant stuff that happened this past week. I mean, yeah. Shout out Christian McCaffrey getting paid. Yeah, that that man got paid. I don't, I, man. I, yeah, I, y'all know how I feel about paying these skill positions. Those sixteen, but no, you're not really paying nobody. It's different else, though. though. Uh, yeah, why is it's, it different? It's Christian McCaffrey. CMC, nice. Though, <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because he plays though. the game the right he way. He Plays the game the right <laughs> way. All right. He's scrappy. He Puts plays the game around. He scores a touchdown. First one in the, the gym, last one out. <laughs> he got a lot of heart. <laughs> On that note, I think it's kind of weird for you know people to be signing these big contracts when you don't even know if they're gonna, there's going to be a season this year. Mm-hmm. No, but I think that's why you signed because a lot. Of, I'm seeing a lot more guaranteed money where you don't need, like they don't have to. You know, no matter what happens with the season, they're still getting paid. It's not the whole you know contract, yeah. but even if you can get half or three quarters of it. You know, because we're in them certain times. I think I I understand why they would be signing them 
now. That's a big ass deal, though. I feel like at the same time, though, with CMC, you're looking at him as a flex. You're not paying just yeah, a running not back. That's, that's, not what a, it is. that's true. He's really if he a running just, back. Imagine receiver. if he was just a straight up every down, like power back or whatever. He's mm-hmm. not getting that money. Yeah. Like, because, uh, you know, that's going to be a higher risk of injury and just overall breakdown. And I feel like because he's, they're like, all right, he's just really athletic and agile so he can run away from people instead of getting hit. Damn, but and 16 then, mil, though. My man's got that back. I can't. Four I can't, years, though. Yeah. Uh, he's not that old. In the first three years, he has the most rushing yards the most touchdowns the most yards per carry like the most receiving uh, yards per carry for like a running back like he literally making nfl history in these first three years um and now he has matt rule first all star yep. f- first temple temple shit. <laughs> a whole lot of temple shit going on yeah and they got they got robbie don't remind me please don't remind me <laughs> i don't like thinking about it yeah, I'm about to say that was my guy i got a signed i have a signed picture of robbie anderson from temple in my room like, oh, man. that's how much I bangs with you. You. A, you a fan fan. I was a fan fan. Not a, not a fan enough to get his jersey, because I'm always skeptical you've about been getting a, jerseys. You've been a fan. I'm about that's to say. Awesome. Man, see, see, that's the one thing, if you guys haven't noticed, that uh, Kayla and JT can relate about is um being miserable over the Jets. Oh, man. That's tough. <laughs> all right. it, it builds character. It builds character. <laughs> all right, Kayla, so question. So, all right, so with the draft coming up, who do you think, or what position do you think the Jets need to go, uh, go in, go in the draft in the first round this this year? I'm gonna say what we actually need and what they're actually gonna do, like they do every other year. Okay, <laughs> um, sound like a real Knicks fan. I think, as as usual, like we need offense. I don't care what anyone says. Like, and I know that I know the Jets. Well, the Jets front office should know it. We need. A wide receiver, True. but at this point, you know, you get rid of Robbie Anderson. We need a wide receiver. Um, our other wide receivers haven't been able to stay healthy. That's so, so we need a wide receiver, but I already know what the Jets are going to do is get another person on defense because that's what <laughs> they like choosing first round. That's they love choosing defensive linemen with the exception of, of course, you know, when they chose Sam Darnold. But other than that, that's all they that's been their their go to. And I mean it's paid off, but you can't have a solid defense if your offense can't produce. So Valid, valid, valid. You guys I, don't think uh they're gonna go after an offensive line and try I mean, to I, save that young quarterback. I, about say, I personally think they do. I think like they go after Andrew Thomas in the in the with pick eleven. I would but hope But that's them making a good decision. Well, see, here's the thing. The only thing, the only reason why I hold out hope, and I see, I do this every time we get a new front office, and I always get hurt, but I'm a masochist. We're to darkness. Um, Joe Douglas comes from the Eagles organization, and the Eagles organization has been pretty steady over the past decade, I would say. Not with draft picks, though, but continue. But but, but in terms of just, like, in player development, okay, though. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, and he's a former offensive lineman. So I, I really think that with him being a former offensive lineman, and him seeing how much Sam Darnold got killed last year behind, you know, in the, in the pocket. I think they go offensive line. I think uh, Andrew Thomas out of Georgia at 11. What I hope they do is they trade back up into the first round to get one of those high-profile wide receivers. Otherwise, you know, you'll still get a solid one. I think T. Higgins might be available. At I think like, he might drop out of the second round. So, I've been checking so like, if that's too, the case, yeah. yeah. If that's the case, if he drops to the 40s, then, okay, the Jets get him. But I really think that they go Andrew Thomas – uh, with eleven, and then I hope they trade back up into maybe the late, late first round to get a wide receiver. Oh man, but no Jerry Judy though. I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know. How, what what good is Jerry Judy 
if Sam Darnold only has one second to throw the ball. Nah, you're right. It's a valid point. I don't know, man. I'm kind of with Kalo in this one, bro. The Jets for real need a receiver, bro. The Jets haven't had a dynamic. I mean, Robbie was good, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't like it's all world talent. You get like a Jerry Judy or a CeeDee Lamb, bro. I know, but, might get but, a but if you look at the Jets' history and drafting wide receivers, though, yeah, what was no. the last wide receiver the Jets drafted in the first round? Devin Smith out of yeah. Ohio's, and what happened? That wasn't that wasn't good for y'all. Ardarius Stewart out of Alabama a few years later. I would. Eh, that's a mm. good point. Kaylee, you were saying something? I was just gonna say another thing that we need, which doesn't necessarily have to do with the draft, is. We have a lot of young guys, and I feel like one thing that we need is like what made what makes a good team is having a good mix of veterans and young guys. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's across the board. Like the Knicks need that. Oh, don't <laughs> even get don't even get me started on the New York Knicks. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I feel like I feel like any good team. Not to say like you need a bunch of veteran wide receivers, but you need at mm-hmm. least a couple veterans to like reel everyone in and kind of like just be that force in the locker room. And I feel like that's what we also need, which you can't get in the draft, of course. Yeah. But at least that's um that's something that they can work towards with free agency. Do you think um Le'Veon's gonna be traded? You know what? Um. I I hope not, but at the same time, they're not utilizing him properly. They're not right mm-hmm. now. As it stands like this past year, they did not use him properly. And it sucks because, you know, you can say like Le'Veon isn't the same as he was in Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh, they were using him right. Mm-hmm. He didn't get nearly as many touches this year as he should have. Yep. Oh, that's a fact. Maybe, maybe that's how you get back into the first round. Yeah. Well, you know, but, well, but you know why he's not utilized par- parsley is, is Gase, right? Yeah. But also, you know, the way that Le'Veon Bell runs, he's a ve- he's not a put his he's head down and run. Runner. He's a patient runner. And the, the Steelers yeah. had a very, very good offensive line that allowed him to, all right, look at the blocks, find a hole, and then boom, he's right by, uh, you know, Pouncey. The Jets don't have that. Yeah. And the, the the defensive back, the defensive ends, the linebackers, the safeties, the cornerbacks, the head coach, the assistant coach, the water boy, were all in the backfield within a second and a half every single snap. So you can't do any. I mean, you got to after three snaps, uh, Gase is going to see, oh, negative yardage. All right. No more Le'Veon Bell for the rest yeah, of the game. I can see it. That's how he did it. I can see it. My man's daughter was out there seeing ghosts. So you know what? Yeah, we need to get that man some protection. I'd be seeing no Trojan. ghosts too. No, f- f- man, look. <laughs> Nah, I feel I, de- I definitely feel it though. Can we bring up the Knicks? Can we bring up those wounds? Oh for you guys? yeah, yeah. We get we get to, yeah. Now 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 I, I finally got another Knicks fan in the room. Okay, let's talk about your Knicks and the dysfunction of the New York Knicks oh, uh, organization. Oh God, this is a good segue into what else it could be. Honestly, it could. I think um, the Knicks have a lot of problems, a lot, which everyone knows. Oh, I am having a very bad <laughs> day. <laughs> I feel I feel like at this point. It's we're just going to keep losing out on the young talent because no one wants to come there right now. There's no reason for them to come to New York right now. I mean, you could say RJ is a selling point, but at the same time, it's like even he he put up good numbers. But when you see he got improved, it's, man. it's kind of defeating, it's kind of defeating when you see like someone like Perzingis leave. Yeah, yeah. It's so disheartening because there that kid had so much promise, and for seasons he was there, he was one of the main 
Selling and we, and we yeah, just traded. Like, we we just traded him. We just gave him up. He's, he's the Catherine. reason you go to Knicks games. And I mean, it's funny for me because now I'm in Atlanta Hawks territory. Yeah. So yucky. Yeah, which isn't the greatest, but they still have Trey Young. Yeah, that's true. I would go watch. They have a reason to watch, watch even if they lose. I watch Trey Young too. Yeah. Entertaining as hell. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Okay. I went to. That night, March 11th, when they announced that the NBA season was, you know, suspended indefinitely, I was sitting at a Hawks game, and you know that ended up being Vince Carter's last game. Really? I didn't know that wow. At the time. I didn't know that at the time. I just went because they were playing the Knicks, so I was like, "Oh, okay, bet." <laughs> so I'm at the game, and I get the alert, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I'm like watching this game, and it didn't click for me until the game went to overtime. That I'm like. This is Vince Carter's last game. Mm-hmm. Wow, I that's was, cool to say I though. At that game. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that that's is, what's up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I about to say, you got some solid basketball game. as the last like live experience yeah. for this NBA season. So you know, right. as of now and stuff. I I got wait. All right, I got I got a quick question. Wait, is this still about the Knicks? It's still about the Knicks. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's still about <laughs> the Knicks. All right. So all right, I'm not trying to be foul, but like, what was your reaction when you found out that James Dolan got Corona? You know what? That's <laughs> 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 um, a setup. So the funny thing, the funny thing was, I found out like much other stuff. Now I found out on Twitter before I before I got the ESPN alert. So I saw a, a tweet, and of course, the tweet I saw was not very nice. I was like, ha ha ha, you know, this man got Corona, and I'm just like, you have mixed feelings because on one, I'm like. You know, that's karma. Like, <laughs> that's karma yeah, for fair, something. Fair. That's, that's karma for kicking Spike Lee yeah. <laughs> out at the garden. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like he's also part of that vulnerable population. Yeah. So, so after I thought about it, I'm like, you know, I don't wish death on anyone. Of course not. Of absolutely not. You so, just wish you would have to sell the team. Yeah, that's a fact. I, but yeah. I was just... <laughs> I kind of was like, after I thought about it, I'm like, mm, I don't wish ill upon anyone. Let me not do that. <laughs> I was <laughs> so just, ho- I, I was kinda, just hoping. It took a second. I was just hoping that we got the headline: James Dolan too sick to, you know, own the team right now, selling it temporarily or permanently. I would have been like, yes, too sick to be involved with That's, the matters of the team. Yeah, right. The one exactly. team that he decides to be involved with. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't want to fuck with the Rangers, but let me just yeah. mess with the Knicks. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just that whole situation as you know, is a mess. And then it's like, we can't get, again, it's one of those things where it's like from the top down. Like, I feel like until ownership is changed, we're not going to have any type of successful season. Hey, sis, I'm right here with you. Right here with you. <laughs> um, so with that, I, I have a question for you guys. So with um the apparently tumultuous relationship between uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell as a team with some assets... If one of those players becomes available, if you're the Knicks, do you make a move? You're talking about between Donovan and Rudy? Yeah. Um, I mean, both of them are, I feel like, big enough names. But I feel like at this point, at this point, if they were to pick up Rudy, it would kind of just add to the Knicks laughing stock thing. Because right now, his reputation is the best. <laughs> True. That's yeah. Valid. That's so very like, valid. You th- so you're thinking about like, it from a PR standpoint. <laughs> Being, listen, being in media, I feel like being on the Knicks PR team is probably like top five, 
top five worst jobs to have right now. <laughs> like, I can't even front. Always. Like, it's first of all, I mean, it's hard to do anything media wise for a team that's not winning. Yeah, true. you know, when it, when a team is winning, it's easy to do sideline reports. It's easy to write mm-hmm. these press releases. But yeah, as of right now, I I mean, I can't even see Donovan Mitchell fitting into the Knicks team right now either. So. It would be cool as far as like getting people to come out mm-hmm. to get yeah. aids, but I don't think I don't think either of them would really fit. That's the thing to me. I don't I don't think uh, Rudy Gobert is a good fit, but I think if you can make a move for Donovan Mitchell and you're the next, we have to give up too much. Well, we, I we, mean, but remember, <laughs> remember this. You have. Remember on, this. Yo. Who did who did the Knicks pick before Donovan Mitchell in that draft? Who's on the <laughs> team right now? Frank Clank, Clank yeah, yeah. Right. That was so, a yeah. Frank draft. If I'm the Knicks, right? If I'm the Knicks, Leon Rose, who is also Donovan Mitchell, is a client at CAA, which is owned by Leon Rose. Yep. Right. You bring in Donovan Mitchell, who is only 23 years old. He's from the New York area. He's from Westchester. Mm-hmm. Right. He is the star that you need. Even if you got to give up RJ, you already know what Donovan Mitchell is. Two time All Star already. You don't know what RJ can be. Is uh, you're banking on RJ's ceiling being higher than Donovan's, and Donovan is not even at his ceiling yet. He's, he's twenty. Years, he's twenty years old. I, I I don't think you could trade a. And that's the thing is that RJ hasn't lived up to the expectations yet, but he's still a pretty good player. I don't. I don't. Don't like, get me wrong. Pretty good player, but Donovan Mitchell, who's twenty three. Right, still young and still on his rookie deal, by the way. Yeah, but he didn't then, sign his extension. But then we're gonna have to pay him. Then we're gonna have to pay. Him. I, it's and then you much. build well, you know, a young right, star. Right, hey, so hey, what, you what got you, all that what, cap room, right? What, you're right. But what, <laughs> but what do you what do you package for that? What do you package for that? All right. So here's your package. Obviously, you you try and get rid of Clank. All right. Yeah, because, you gotta boom, get rid of Frank. Get rid. You gonna the Knicks right now? And we saw it at the trade deadline. They're too stingy. They they didn't want to give up three players. Right, RJ. Frank Nikolina or Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson right? If you need to, you have to make everybody available to get a literally an all star that has superstar potential. I don't know if we could trade for Donovan, especially if Donovan want, do if it. Donovan wants to leave. You have to. You have to. Well, if he, it's one thing if he's like, "Yo, I'm asking for a trade because it's I mean, before. you guys didn't offer Mitchell Robinson for Anthony Davis, so there's that. I mean, yeah, but I, <laughs> all I will, all I will say is that the Melo trade, even though Melo was a great player in New York, we ain't need to trade away all them damn draft picks if you gonna come to the Knicks anyway. In this situation, Donovan probably wouldn't come, but I don't, I don't see us risking our future on Donovan Mitchell. He's a great player, don't get me wrong, but he's not winning us a championship. He's a piece to it, but I don't think... it will also probably bring more free agents. It would have to be one of those situations where Donovan and another big name come as a package, I think, in order to even get him. Because I don't Mm. see... A three-team trade where you lose both. But Utah, you know, if the season progressed, they in the playoffs. Like... Yeah. that's, That's set. So I feel like if I'm Donovan's agent... Maybe Donovan does want to play in New York, which honestly, For the I feel summertime. like every, <laughs> I'm like, no, but if I'm, but if I'm from the area and I have family that lives in the area, I want to play somewhere where my family can be readily available to watch me play. So yeah. just from that perspective, I could see him wanting to come. But if I'm his agent, I'm either asking for a big ass deal or I'm asking for, okay, so who's coming with Donovan? Like, you're going to need another game to come with him. Like what Kawhi did for the Clippers, where he straight up told Bomber that your team's not good enough yet. And then he made a Paul George trade. I was like, all right, yeah, maybe no. Yeah, and but Donovan Mitchell don't have that much clout yet. He's yeah. not at that level. He's yet. not. Like, he's not. Really. I don't even. 
he's not at his he's not at his peak yet. So I don't even think he has that type of asking power. But like three to five years from now, absolutely, he can call the shots like that mm-hmm. if he stays healthy. I don't know. To me, if I'm the Knicks when this offseason happens, if Donovan Mitchell's available, I and I and you also have to remember the free agent class coming up is horrendous. Yeah. And I really hope in typical Knicks, it's weak. which the draft class is weak, the draft class is weak, the free agent class is weak, and then look what's happening. Well, look what's coming next year, right? 2021 free agency. Who's mm-hmm. the headline free agent? One of Donovan Mitchell's one of them. Donovan Mitchell's one of them, but also Giannis. Giannis. And doesn't it seem very New York Knicksy? Stop it. To put Stop all the eggs in the basket of they're gonna try and go after Giannis. Here's the thing. Because you guys would dr- the Knicks are gonna go after Giannis regardless. Well, yeah, that's a fact. But can you they're imagine if they Mr. trade Robinson for if they for trade room. for Donovan, right? Then extend him. Then give the mat. Then potentially use it as a selling point if Giannis if Giannis doesn't want to be at the Bucks anymore, which I don't think he would leave. But if he did, package Giannis and Donovan as the two headline stars in New York to then you go up against KD and Kyrie. It, I mean, does it, that not all, make New York basketball better and the Knicks better? It's off the table if, if we got to trade RJ. If we traded our first round pick this year, I think I would do it. But RJ, nah, he's too young. We don't know what he is yet. What about Mitchell? But you know what Mitchell is. And but you we know what don't can- know what RJ is, though. Said, That's no, what but what about, no, what about Mitchell Well, Robinson? I think RJ Barrett has a solid maybe like two, three more seasons. I think he might be enough to get like a veteran to come to New York. If him and yeah. a veteran can be a tandem, I think they might be able to make it work, depending on who it is. I mean, yeah. it'll and that's if you don't like ruin a... your relationship with R.J. Barrett in that time. <laughs> that's, that, yeah, that's and also that's, true. that's the other thing. New York is notorious for just, like, making relationships horrible. As we see with Spike Lee, which was a whole another crazy-ass situation. Oh, I think um, Charles Oakley just saved you guys, though, recently. Yeah. Yeah, he just uh, he just saved the the Knicks because he said uh, Patrick Ewing didn't carry the team. Oh, that, I saw that got a lot of backlash too from Knicks fans because Knicks fans adore Patrick Ewing. He, yeah. he put the the whole team on his knees, and that's that's, <laughs> that's, why they that's the problem. Gave that's out. <laughs> but for Charles Oakley to say he's like he was supposed to be our leader and he didn't carry us. It's kind of mm. weird how Oakley's gone from like a beloved Nick to <laughs> so, like People just realize he's a crazy old man. Yep. Yeah. It's great. I love I love the Knicks because it makes me feel better about the dysfunction that the Nets had for the last three years. Yeah, no. So. But but JT. Yo. Mm. Oh, she and name you know dropping. I'm because I didn't call you Justin. I know, right? That's that's how I know because she's like one of the only. <laughs> she's like one of my only friends that actually calls me by Justin. Yeah, he does call you Justin. But Justin. I think, in terms of the Nets, what I will say, I'm gonna give a lot of props because. When they first had the Barclays Center, the the Nets weren't where they needed to be. Like, there were so many different moving pieces with the Nets. And then, if I'm not mistaken, y'all had just fired Avery Johnson. Is that correct? Yep. We fired Avery Johnson like a month after he won Coach of the Month. Yeah. So, it's like, when they first got into the Barclays Center, there was a whole lot of dysfunction there. Y'all have definitely... Made away back from there, you know, getting Kyrie and everything after everyone was saying he was going to the Knicks, which broke my little heart. But I still think, even with that, it's just like, I don't see the Nets 
winning anything, like making it past the Eastern Conference Finals in the next five years. Being real. Points for me. I mean, you just, to, to Kayla's point, no, I think the the net the, the Nets move to Brooklyn. I think I thought was a little piecemeal. They tried to be, hey, we're the we're we're taking over New York, which was never going to happen. Anybody can see that. Uh, the rush to get K, uh, KG and Paul Pierce to try and compete against LeBron, even though they couldn't do it in Boston, so you thought they could do it in Brooklyn. It didn't make any sense to have a thirty-six-year-old Kevin Garnett on the team. Um, Still better than Paul Pierce. I will say this. I will say this though. I will say this. The Nets laid out the blueprint for what the Knicks should do because when the Nets were first in Brooklyn, right? Mikhail Prokhorov, owner, Billy King, GM, right? Look what happened when Billy King left. They brought in Sean Marks, and then Joe Sy became part-time owner and then has now been taken over full responsibility. So you compare the Nets' ownership in front office now to what it was back then, the Nets are in a much more stable position. Now, whatever your thoughts on like the, the meshing of KD and Kyrie and the coaches, it is what it is. But I think at the end of the day, I would say Nick fans would love to have KD and Kyrie on their team. Absolutely. So they can lose too. As opposed to what they have right <laughs> now. Now, personally, I think we're going to the finals, not next year, but the year after that. Um, but it is, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see how a team of Kyrie and KD with my guy, Karis LeVert, will work out. Yeah, I think I think part of the issue with all of it, with the Knicks especially, is we put all our eggs in that Phil Jackson basket. Oh, <laughs> and then... Yep. And then realize his first move was to sign Lamar Odom, <laughs> who was like, on crack. <laughs> I just did not. <laughs> At the time, of course, you're excited because you've seen what he's done with other franchises. But he immediately tried to implement that triangle offense. I'm like, we don't have the person the to do yeah. that. <laughs> we don't oh, have the moving pieces for that. So I think that was they literally put so much on this man. From the jump, and then once they realized it wasn't going to work, and by that time Joe it's kind of too late. By the oh. time it's kind of too late, because at that point it's like he was there for what three, four years as president. Four years, four years. So it's like four, four years. <laughs> you didn't. People by then had already seen that. Oh yeah, this isn't going to work. You losing players like that whole Phil Jackson thing kind of. I think set. If anything, set the Knicks back. Yeah, Phil went um, out sad, bro. Everybody <laughs> was trying to make Phil it seem so sad. Phil went out sad. Like, like Tom Brady's gonna go. He because he drafted Przingis, but he he this is the same dude that drafted Frank. And I, drafted I, Frank. I, I, I could never I could never <laughs> forgive him for that. That like he could have did anything else, but you drafted Frank. That set us back like five years. I'm not gonna lie, bro. <laughs> but didn't it feel like it, it was wasn't just gonna wild work, though? because huh? Because I remember when they drafted Przingis, I was. We all was. We all was. I thought he was going to be good. I genuinely thought he was going to be good. And now he's on the Mavs, so it worked out. Nah, we was sick. I was like, I was like, nah, this nigga going to be ass, bro. And I had one friend, one friend that was like, nah, he's going to be good. And he be having the nuttiest course predictions, but of course he was right about Pazingas. And I was like, all right. Now he's great for the Mavs. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh, hell. It's just well, Phil didn't want to do that job. And yeah, nah, he definitely, he definitely remember because remember he, he initially he initially said no, and the Knicks were like, "All right, well, what if you give you an extra like ten mil?" And he's like, "All right, that's a fact." If you if I'm you're making saying, your decision based off money, then obviously it's, it may I, not. I don't want Phil Jackson a part of my franchise unless he's coaching. That's it. He don't need to be team president. It's not Pat no, Riley. None, none of that, bro. Just let the nigga coach. But anyways, 
Yeah, nah, fucking talking about the Knicks, y'all about to get me heated and shit. <laughs> but just one last, one last thing before we go into our segment, Caleb. Do you think that this NBA season is salvageable? You think we gonna we gonna make a comeback or nah? I don't think so. Um, only because by this point, I mean, once we started seeing NBA players getting the virus, it's like yeah. this doesn't sound like a good idea. Yep. Because who knows? Who knows how many other of them have? and are just you know asymptomatic and aren't showing symptoms yep. so i feel like it would be really reckless for them to have it and i think adam silver is too good of a of a um commissioner know, commissioner to allow that like he's we've seen it the nba has been the most progressive professional league in the last five years mm-hmm. like in terms of everything Not so definitely. i don't see it happening i feel like he's you know he cares too much about the players and of course then you're putting your players at risk you're putting stadium workers at risk but and i hate to say that because you know they're all losing money in the process but i feel like it would be careless to them to try to still have a season yeah yeah that's that that's what makes me sad because the season was so good yeah like so many unanswered answered questions like and we're, we're missing like we're wasting a, a year of lebron's yeah prime. like yeah it sucks when you think about like how far along in the season we were too. Cause I feel like it would have been different if it was like, if it was like the first two, three months of the season. You're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we were so close to the playoffs right. that it's just like, we should be watching playoff basketball. Yeah. I'm about to say, yeah, you're right. We, have, be, we absolutely be should be watching the Rockets lose in the first round. And you know, players like Vince Carter, like Vince Carter didn't get the proper send off. He should have had, which yeah. also makes me sad. You know, you find out mid-game, oh, yeah, by the way, they're canceling the rest of the season. And you're planning, you're sitting here thinking about this whole farewell tour. Yeah. And then you had Kobe's death, which was just like, the NBA yeah. season oh, was already God. just... This year just sucks. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah, this fuck is, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Kayla, so every week we basically do a segment here on the show. This week we're doing something called The Worst. So the way that it goes is I'm going to name a scenario... And it could be anything. It could be sports related. It could just be regular personal life related. It's an open-ended question. It'll make sense. Okay. Okay. Justin, I'm going to start with you. I I love putting you on the spot. It's fun. Um, all right. <laughs> Justin, what is the worst sports movie you've ever seen? Ooh. That's a good one. Worst sports movie. Oh, uh, Sandlot 3. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. Sandlot 3 was, <laughs> not, Sandlot 3 was horrendous. Sequel, sequel's not it. Sequel's not it. Is that what do they call it? The third, like, is that is that a like trequel or like what's uh, a trequel? A, a trequel? Is it just a tri- or is it just considered a trilogy at that point? I mean, I That's guess it would, I, I guess it would be co- considered a trilogy, but I mean, a trequel like that. I mean, that, I honestly, that doesn't word, sound but... as, that doesn't sound as bad as it's as it sounds. That's what I'm saying. But it's not. That's not what it's called. I know though. it's not. Yeah, I, that right, can't I, be right. right. But like, it doesn't sound. I, I see wrong, where you, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But yeah, Sandlot Sandlot Three was just horrendous. Yeah, oh, Matt got one? Ah, oh, it's lit. <laughs> Sound man Matt, what's the vibes? All right, this is a deep cut, but I don't know if anybody ever seen Jack Frost, the movie where Tim Allen plays a snowman and teaches his son how to play hockey. What? Huh? Yeah, was, y'all haven't seen that? The nah, I've never no. seen it. I've never seen that, that joint. That was pretty bad. This is on par with saying Top Gun is a Christmas movie, but <laughs> it's just like, just like, um, what you call it, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Fucking um, Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas die, movie. Die Hard is definitely a that's Christmas what I movie. Meant. But yeah, it's it's on par with like you know as, as far as like how hockey. Would you call it a sports movie? I yeah. don't know. 
But it was, and it was bad. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I avoided the bad sports movies. Okay, really? Not yeah. even one bad one? I don't... Or one that you didn't like? I don't... You blanking? All right, we're going to yeah, go to Caleb. I feel like we, the one that I saw that I've heard was really bad, I didn't watch, and that was Thunderstruck. I heard Thunderstruck was bad. I've never, I've never seen it. That's a, with, that's a joint with KD? Uh, yeah. Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> nah, stop it. All right. Um, Kayla, you go. I'm going to go last. Mm, trying to think. I mean, there are a lot of really good good ones out there. I would say anything after. What? Like, no, Rocky said, Four? Rocky Four was the best one. What? What? Yes, bro. Rocky I'm jacking. What? Anything no. After Rocky no. III, you're canceled. You're canceled. I've never you're heard anyone say canceled. Rocky Four was Rocky the best one. Rocky Four is the best one with Drago, bro. That whole. Oh, that, never. That, that's the, I haven't heard. Eh. Oh yeah, Rocky Four is the one with Drago. You yeah. right. See, but they should have stopped after that. They should. They could have stopped they, after they that. They kept going. Yeah, they did. Because then <laughs> they made they made Rocky Five, and then they um, they, and then they did Rocky Balboa, which was some dumb shit. I didn't like Rocky Balboa. But I'm going away. Oh, from, I didn't even. I didn't yeah, even. Yeah, where he was like 55. In the yeah, movie. like what kind of unrealistic shit is that? He was like 50 something just and fighting. That's why he has dementia and creed. Yeah. <laughs> dementia. <laughs> that's this fucked up. But yeah, all right. So my shit, it, my shit, it's like, this is also biased because I don't really like the sport. But for me, it's the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks is a classic. A classic. Bro, nah, I don't like that joint. I saw it. I'm like, I can't get into this. This is like, this is anything, bro. When did you see it? I saw it. You're just trying to be controversial. I'm not trying Dude, to be Mighty controversial. Ducks is a the, the Mighty bro, the Duck. Bash Brothers? Come on, son. Not, not it, not it, bro. I was like, uh, nah. There's so many. That, but I think it's just because I'm not really like a hockey person. So I'm like, you don't got to be a hockey person to yeah, enjoy the Mighty Ducks. Nah, but, but Miracle? Miracle was lit. Miracle was crazy. Miracle, about the Miracle yeah. on Ice? Yeah, that, like, that movie. Oh, Russians. I know the worst sports movie now. What? Chariots of Fire. Oh, yes. I have to oh, I watch haven't... that shit in a oh, class? bro. Actually, I want to recant my answer and say the same thing as John. I had to watch it in yeah, a class. <laughs> I don't remember what class, but I just remember Intro it was Intro to Kinesiology. Most... Oh, yeah, that was, yep. That was it. That Chariots was the of dumbest fire, movie. You know, <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there and just because like, I just did not like the movie, but everyone loves it. Rudy? I can I, mean, un- I, like I can understand why she says yeah. it. Okay. I per- I like it, but I can understand why she says it. I I'm with that one just because um I was watching something and they were talking about how everyone loves an underdog story even though underdogs aren't realistic. They were like it was like yeah think about it everyone loves an underdog story but in reality the people the best team usually wins and then after that and they were like think about it like yeah for every like Rudy there's a hundred short guys who just didn't make the team. Yeah, that's a fact. I am living proof. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now nah, Rudy was. I I, I liked Rudy. I like right. Rudy actually. What's the, uh, All what's right, the next one. All right, next, 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 next. All right. So, what is the worst rap name you've ever heard? Shitty boys. Shitty boys. <laughs> I, knew was, I knew he was gonna go there. I knew he was gonna say shitty boys. Is that? Is it, does it have to be someone like? It could be it anybody. Could be it, it could be, be anybody. Someone you know. It's anybody. That's kind of hard because there's a lot of bad. There's a Man. there's so there's so many to choose from, but you just gotta choose one. Let me see. I mean, that dude who was squeaking had a pretty bad rap name. <laughs> I don't oh, even oh, remember his name. Well, oh, Ar something. Ar. Oh yeah, that that, that kind of sucked. Um, let me see. I don't know. Young Mook. Yeah, Young Mook is the worst one I've ever heard. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, Young Mook is od. He's kind of old too, but yeah, Young Mook. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's so many bad ones. There's so, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin over here dying. Hold up. <laughs> oh, man. That's why. <laughs> Is he, you know. <laughs> Balling. Nah, he stop. Is he ordering desserts? Oh. Yeah, he's ordering appetizers, too. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, Young Mook, that's probably the worst one I ever heard. Yeah, I don't got anything. I can't think of anything. <laughs> I mean, anything? Yeah, I mean, Matt already said Shitty Boy, so maybe Lil... I don't know why, but Lil Peep always kind of... <laughs> Lil Peep? Yeah, I, I don't know why. It just it just irritated me for some reason. See, Lil Xan irritated me because of his face. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Titty Boy is pretty bad. Titty oh, boy, two chains, two chains, OJ. All right, okay. City boy, all right, yeah. City boy was pretty bad. Yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind, though. I mean, other than that, the only other one I can that keeps popping over my head, and I think it's just because he was a trash rapper, was Hurricane Chris. <laughs> Hurricane I was just Chris. like, what? OJ the deuce, <laughs> the deuce, the nene. OJ the deuce man. I thought you said. I thought you was gonna say OJ the deuce man. That's mad disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Because his music is deuce. <laughs> nah. Remember Short Boy Shorty? Classic. Short Boy, yeah, Short Boy Shorty. That's a fact. Yeah, OJ the Juice Man is pretty bad. Damn, I'm, try- I'm thinking of like commercial shit now. I'm, right. I'm trying to think. All right, all right. Since we press for time. All right. So this is the last one. All right. What's worse? This current sports drought or watching your favorite team lose a playoff game or a series? This current sports drought. Because at least... Current sports drought. <laughs> at least you can watch sports. Yeah, I mean that's a valid point. I don't know, bro. See, I was invested in this Giants Super Bowl though that yeah. they replayed. I was yeah. Last two minutes, I was sitting there. I was like, yo, I got I gotta watch the end of this shit. Yeah, like, that's a fact. Now nah, the sports replays have been have been really good that they've been, they've been playing, man. That's the one thing. Fucking, but I don't know. Seeing your team lose, like yo, Justin, I know you was sick in '09, bro. When the Jets was winning at halftime in the AFC Championship game, and they and they lost, like you had to be sick. I mean, yeah, I was I was sick, but I mean, if you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose to one of the best of all time, bro. I mean, yeah, of course you lost, you lose a Peyton in that joint, yeah, bro. It's like that shit, no, stings, the, bro. The next year upset me more. Oh yeah, when y'all lost to when the we were on when we goal line first and goal <laughs> and Schottenheimer, I don't know what happened. Monsters took over his, his powers because dude didn't know how to run an offense inside the goal line. Then. We couldn't get the third down stop. The third, the third, the third down stop was what really killed me. That's what really drove the knife in. I've I haven't had like a playoff loss like as bad as that. I'm about to say as a Jets as a Jets fan that gets definitely I don't know. That's a lot of heartbreak. I haven't experienced that much heartbreak because I had Billy Cundiff. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's you do have yeah. Billy Cundiff. I think you have Jack Squat. You've seen a championship. The oh, only man. one I can think of that hurt me more than that Probably was another one too. this. This past season, the Yankees. Oh yeah, that hurt. Now the oh bro. When they lost oh, to the Astros, the and then we Astros. Found out after the fact, the Astros were cheating. Yeah, that that shit did that shit did hurt, bro. I was t- bro when that, when I hit, hit that, that home run, slam, bro. bro. Also, Chapman is like super swole right now at home. Yeah, bro. You seen the video of him boxing? Dude, he's jacked right now. Yeah, nah, he's he's can't he's wait. throwing 104 next season. I can't again. wait for him to get suspended for 60 games for PEDs, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> but it's crazy because all these um like when it comes to like spring training or any before any professional season, it's gonna be interesting to see like who actually stayed in shape and who just liked 
Yeah. Totally stop giving a fuck over this little drought. Gary Sanchez is going to come back terrible. He don't come back like Pudge Rodriguez. (laughs) I absolutely think so. I think when he's on his own, he just falls into his Dominican vices. It's probably just. (laughs) You're not going to tell me that the hookah's not flowing a plenty at his house every day. Oh, man. Y'all are the worst, man. Every time they they got to change the coal, he does like 20 push ups and he thinks he's doing enough. Nah, man. That shit crazy. I hope not. I hope not. That's if we even get an MLB season, man. I don't know. That sports season's looking. mad fucking long. We're going to get something from we, them. I'm about to say, we got to get at least like 60 games real quick. They got to play 60 games in 65 days. Imagine that. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about the MLB yeah, season. Yeah, I feel like they should, um, they should probably just start after the All-Star break, to be honest. That's, That's that gives them until July. Yeah, mm-hmm. nah, most definitely. They, they're talking about playing games in in Arizona and in Florida and having them quarantine, kind of like how they would have NBA players quarantine in, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Don't know how that's going to work, but, you know, the MLB might find a way. But um, I was looking, like, see with these playoffs, I, I, that's all I wanted was, mm-hmm. was these playoffs. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, of course you are. The real season starts next season. Anyway. Uh Nets fans. So I, I just couldn't wait to see Luca just ball out. But I say, you know, you know your real year is next year too, John. Y'all gonna be top three next year. Yeah. I'm about to say, yeah, that, I'm about to say Mavericks growing team, but you know, y'all gonna be all right. Should have some good sports seasons next year. Minimize the risk, starting lineups only. And then whoever gets hurt, you can't replace them. And then the last per- the last team standing wins. It's like a gladiator oh my match. God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm voting Matt for commissioner, Fucking man. Zaza. <laughs> so Zaza's going to be in the starting Honestly, lineup. I'm again? signing Zaza today. <laughs> you to go out there and do your thing. That's right. <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? That's about it. All right. Kayla, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on as our second guest to the podcast, especially during these trying times. It's really dope. No problem. This was fun. Yeah, hopefully when everything's back, you could actually find your way to New York a day and then we can do this in person. Listen, I you don't understand how hurt I was that this past weekend I was not eating my mom's cooking for Easter. Mm. I was hurt. Yeah, I would have been hurt too. No home cooked uh meals, man. That shit's ass. But I feel you, you say you doing the right thing, man. You socially distancing. Mm-hmm. Not worth the the risk anyway, right. man. Stay safe out there. Guys, check out Kayla on everything. She's verified to find her. Um, and she's out there in Georgia. So if y'all down south, Georgia people is listening in one of those 26 counties she's covering. Um, yes. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at K Solomon Reports. Also, Instagram, same thing. Facebook, same thing. K Solomon Reports across the board. I'm, I'm funny sometimes. When Maybe I'm not having, eating work. You having some I'm moments. Okay. Mm-hmm. When are, the, when are these moments? I don't see them. You sound bitter. Ooh. What are you talking about? <laughs> Justin. I've gone Justin, viral multiple you... times. I don't have to be bitter. Ooh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. This is uh, the I two do, of them, right? Yeah, Just yeah. humble brags. I'm about to say. Nah, that wasn't a no, humble that brag. Was, that, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was a brag. Flex, yeah. That was straight boss. <laughs> it's okay, Justin. I'm going to remember this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. There's going to be a time when I'm going to need it. Mm. Oh damn, and it's true. She's a, she's verified. She has a following and whatnot. Damn, yeah. bro, they're gonna turn on me. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna advance at CVS. JT's with this. not. <laughs> JT's never gonna be allowed in the south. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm tweet out this link and I'm be like, hey, just so y'all know, J Thomas 24 is a Nets fan. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. No, Twitter, Twitter do y'all thing. That's all right. My friend already <laughs> tweeted out. He was like, the Nets are a likable team. They just have JT as a fan. It's why I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> It's only right. It's only right. Kayla, like John said, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. And uh, Thank you. 
And Justin, just again, Justin saying bye. Yeah, definitely can't wait. Yes, to do this I again. see you. Bye, Justin. <laughs> bye, John. Bye, everyone. See you. Wait, Jordan documentary. Yeah, I mean, as you guys know, we're been super excited about this Jordan doc, and I feel like you guys should be too. Even if you're not into basketball, it's gonna be super interesting, and it releases on Sunday. So we're going to watch it, and that's probably just going to give us some sports news to talk about for the upcoming weeks. Also, with the NFL draft coming up, that's something to keep in mind. At this point, Like, I, I feel so disconnected. I'm not that like invested right now. Shit. It's just hard to be. Yeah. But um, that Jordan doc is going to be huge, so I'm really excited for that. So first up comes out on Sunday, I believe. Yep. So Sunday, April 19th. Yep. Yeah, check, check out for that, and um, we're probably going to talk about it next week. So with that, it is time. For us to get into the one constant that we have when there's no sports, Anime Book Club. And again, this week we started a new show. So, I don't know how you guys felt, but... uh, (laughs) Justin, Justin, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Once an episode, guys. Once an episode. Yeah. It's like, um, I think it was... On one of the shows, like Decent Mirage, they're like they're, they're allowed five fucks an episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we started this new one. It's called uh, "Devil's a Part Timer." I hope you guys have watched it. We watched episodes one through three, as all our animes that none of us have watched. Ah, shit, I forgot to watch it. No, you didn't. I didn't. Ah, damn it, I could <laughs> whole bunch. Of <laughs> but um, it was cool. It was cool. I uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was just gonna be straight jokes, but um, there's like some substance to it. I can get down with this. Uh, shout out to Mac Reynolds. It just made me think of um shout out to Richard Henry when he told me how Haitians order McDonald's. It reminded me. Of, it reminded me of McDowell's. What's the story? No, McDowell's from yeah, exactly. coming to America. It reminded bro. me of yeah. McDonald's, bro. That <laughs> shit was funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> no, because it was like McDonald's. Richard's out here talking about how when him and his family would go to McDonald's, they go to McDonald's to get a mock <laughs> chicken, mock <laughs> chicken, mock chicken. Oh my! God. I saw a tweet about this Uh-oh. though. Uh, the other, like maybe a week or two ago, it was like different like aesthetics in like animes where they mm-hmm. use McDonald's. Yeah, but they just change up like something really small about it, so they can't you know obviously can't mm-hmm. get copyrighted. But it's pretty cool. They said, "Yo, they, they, they want to go to Migars." <laughs> Migars. They, they, um, they I said, "Whoa, that sounds wild." Yeah, no, 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 no. Matt, say, say that, that real fast. Say that five times. They, had, uh, <laughs> they, they had another thing that they played off of too because they played off of Uniqlo, but they did a oh, Uni- Uniqlo. Yeah, 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 Uniqlo. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. I didn't, I didn't even put that together until you just said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nah, I like, I like when uh, um, animes, TV shows when they do shit like that because mm. it's like, oh damn, that they really make it fun of the shit that we fucking with. Yeah, so spoilers, but um, let's just let's just get into it. I'm not even doing any recaps or anything like that. Yeah, really, no, let's cool. recap as we discussed, kind of like last week. That's all good. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was cool. Like I liked uh, I like how I wasn't expecting. I should have, but I wasn't expecting that this is going to be kind of a, a, a redemption anime. Mm. That's I like that whole premise, and also I just think the way uh, that they have to deal from going with such like powerful beings to just being mad regular, yeah, like the adjustments. Uh, I'm enjoying that dynamic so far. It's kind of tough because it's like, in a way, it's like a reverse Konosuba because because yeah. because you got to think Konosuba homie oh, was a good one we can watch next. Yeah, um, homie pulled up in the real world and then pulled up into the fairy world. And then in this one, these niggas was in fairy world and pulled up into the real world. So it's kind of like it's lit. Definitely, like John said, it's it's kind it's look it's looking like it's gonna be a redemption kind of anime. Definitely check it out if y'all haven't gotten a chance already. But you know, first three episodes was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, um, even just from the beginning, I just thought it was funny how he's same thing like coming to America, mm-hmm. where he's like the perfect employee <laughs> and yeah. is just out here. <laughs> when you think of garbage, think of Akeem. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's uh, he's just fully 
like invested in his like, yo, I need to work my way up through this company and then I'm going to take over Japan. Yep. Like that whole thing. I mean, it's pretty, and it's a pretty, not a, maybe that's probably a really human thing about him, you know, because who doesn't, I mean, what is the goal of capitalism, right? Yeah. Make as much money as you can to have power at whatever level that may be. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. In its own like weird sort of way, he is kind of playing into like being a devil because capitalism money is the root of all evils. Uh, so yeah, that's your uh, third. Oh, eye, it just uh, reminded me. Take. We finally watched Parasite last week. How was it? Yeah, oh, we got. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I watched it. We got to We got to discuss about Parasite a different time though. Like we can, I didn't watch Parasite. Watch it. So, it's on Hulu. It's really good. So I'll add that after I watch Tiger King whenever I get to that. Oh my god, you're never watching no, Parasite. Yeah, never Parasite, <laughs> Parasite, it's <laughs> it's. Fire. I mean, you're used to the subtitles. You know, but like I was trying to tell people to watch it, but they're like, "Yo, it's two hours full of subtitles." I'm like, "Ugh, y'all fucking narcs, man! I hate that's y'all." That's just four episodes. That's just four anime episodes. That's yeah, probably like six. Well, if you have the commercials it's closer on Hulu. to twelve, really? You get through six anime episodes in an hour. Can't How? If you cut out intros and outros. Well, if, or that's if, a I, good if point. you watch on Hulu and they have the commercials, no, 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 like no, no, twenty-seven no. minutes. Well, twenty-seven minutes, but this is like twenty-three. But if you take out the intros and commercials, it's about like nineteen. So nineteen times six is what? About an hour and you gotta think. So then you're like fitting an hour around, and fifteen minutes. You're fitting around yeah. three episodes in an yeah. hour. So that's right. so yeah. Man, I, I did this. I finished one piece, dog. I had this down to a science. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. <laughs> cutting out, cutting out the intros and outros of anime really saves you mad time. Mm-hmm. Even if you got the ads on Hulu, that shit sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, know anything about that, though. I mean, I just think about... Uh, yeah, oh, no, the, I love that meme where it's uh, Smithers with the girls around him, and they're like, me trying to watch anime, kiss anime. It is just that shit because of the ads. I feel that though, cause by God, like that's why I, I that's why I only watch real. I only try and watch anime like at night, like when everybody's asleep, cause I don't need Give this some... man your country roll, please. I yeah, just no, have too I'm... many people on mine. No, that's why yeah. I I'm not saying that. I don't like it, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> oh, you enjoy the ads. I enjoy the aesthetics around the uh, screen. Yes, is um, it on, is it on Crunchyroll? What this one? No, it's not. It's okay. on Hulu. I about to say yeah, it's on. Hulu. I'm watching it on Hulu. Yeah, I'm watching. It's on Funimation. Yeah, I don't like whenever I'm watching and I have somebody if I. Exit out because I watch things on full screen. Once I exit out to change the, the episode, yeah. you know somebody's gonna come in and see all these ads. Like the like last night, there was an ad with uh, Rin and Rom from uh, ReZero out here. You know doing things that siblings shouldn't really be doing. But oh, you know, God. yeah. Nah. And I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. Then there's like uh, Kakashi Sensei and uh, Ten Ten. Yeah. Okay, they, we're not doing this. Nah, this is we're going, we're, we're not going down. Nah, nah, about to well, say. I didn't say we're going down the rabbit hole. I'm just saying I'm explaining to you what's what's around the screen. Oh, I think we get it. I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, right. back it's to the show that we're anyway. watching. <laughs> 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 what kind yeah, of cookies? Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. <laughs> But um, what do y'all think about this whole dynamic between um Satan and Amelia? I guess that's that's the new nah, Amelia y- now. Yuka, right? Or Yusa? No, that's Emmy, her human name. Her, her human name is Emmy Yusa. Okay, so for clarity, just because I knew this was going to happen, when we're talking about the show, how are we doing the names? Are we doing their demon I'm, world I'm names? Going, or are we doing their human? I'm going names? whichever names are easier. I'm about so to say I'm Satan, pa- Satan is easier. Al Alisel are easy, and I'm I going Emmy. You know what confused me though is that he's Satan, but then one of his generals is Lucifer, and I thought Lucifer was Satan. Well, this is a or is it just world, like just so. oh, okay? Yeah, Ente Island, like they he decided to take over. Like it's the whole made. No, world, well, I just thought I I thought Lucifer is like like universal like thing. That's the only thing. I feel like they're confused. just doing it like in um. I feel like a lot of I mean you got to think about like Hercules' name is Mister Satan. You know what I mean? Like they're just using uh, it as a name. Yeah. But um, it was. 
I like that. Like you're saying that whole dynamic where it's mm-hmm. going to be, she literally is like, if he's mad weak, like I don't want to waste my power killing him. There's no point. And she, it seems like she's trying to get him to stay here, mm-hmm. but that's where the, the friction's going where it's like, they still want to go back to their home and he still wants to take it over. I see the way it ends. Well, I don't even know if it ends. I don't know if there's anything after this, if there just is a continuation of a manga and there was never made into a story or anything. But um, to me, I, I, my prediction is like, it's going to, end with them like being like oh you know maybe we'll stay or they go back and like make shit right but there's a lot of things that now conflicts being arisen outside of their day-to-day grind like the whole you know we have an assassin now we have a common enemy yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm about to say like what's up with his whereabouts and stuff because if that portal closed and we saw it close behind uh amelia the hero amelia uh, i don't know what's the situation yeah how this dude is here also like the fact that he's trying to to kill both of them and the way he makes it seem, it's like, I, I don't know. It, it seems like it was a setup for her to go through that portal alone. But it's weird, though, because aren't they the two most powerful people from that world? Yeah. So this has to be somebody that's in either on her side or his side. Yeah. It's just mean, like, yeah, I don't yeah, like what someone y'all... who's after both of them, you know, it could, because if they both had armies and she's saying it might have been a lesser demon, it could be like maybe a lesser demon who was upset that they were getting destroyed like maybe Satan didn't take him seriously or whatever that their armies were getting wrecked so and and also how does he have power and stuff to be able to do magical bullets and all this shit I still, well, yeah, yeah that's the thing because the, the two most powerful people don't even have their magic mm-hmm. or they have it they just can't use a lot of it yeah, and this guy's out here just firing you know suppressing fire mm-hmm. yep like I also like how their um their idea is that because this world has some idea of magic even though they're like, oh, it's just imaginary to people, that they might be able to bring yeah. it back using that. <laughs> you see that Harry, yeah. the, the ah, Harry Potter? Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. Holy Potter. Holy, holy Potter. Potter. Yeah, Holy Potter. I was like, that's oh, kind of cool. So I, I think that's cool. And it's like, it also makes it, there. there's a lot of opportunity there with where is, um, can they find someone who's maybe a shaman or just some like witch's shop or some shit that can bring it back? Yeah. <laughs> like, and also, um, you're gonna go out and find David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> I know we only That's three episodes in, but the music, man, it's not better than Berserk. Sorry. Are we gonna do not this every anime? Every anime until we uh, that b- Berserk button is staying there until we find something better. I think the I the, swear the, to the God. funny thing is that every anime has multiple like multiple like music selections like for different scenes. Berserk literally only had one song. Nah, dead ass, bro. Every <laughs> every song. every moment. Berserk what? soundtrack is dead three songs. The yep. happy one. This one, I and thought it was only an angry one. I thought it was only three. It was the opening credit song, <laughs> our, our our button song. Open line had one. So and then, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Open line had one, but that went, but that one is stuck with you though. Open line was pretty good. That that like in terms of like the music, I know how I feel about Open line already. But yeah, <laughs> oh man, but this is uh. My my th- all right. So yeah. I, I I like how he was able to use his magic to get like all he needed to learn about the world from like that one yeah. officer, which was kind of cool. Bro, when they were my, buying the house, that shit was hilarious. Do they have like full cut? Co- like how many? Like the concepts that are in their world, right, are kind of similar to our world. You know, the regular human world. But like, all right. So I'm going to. All right. So his coworker at McRot. What was it? McRonald's. McRonald's, right? Chichon. Right? Clearly, she she likes him, right? Yeah. So, like, do they have any semblance of, like, like what romance and, like, they definitely do sex because, and things like, like that? Or, like, yeah. does it translate? I feel like they do because Emmy gets it. 
And then LCL is like, oh, this is a date and explaining it to him. I just think he's just one of those characters who doesn't think of it like that. He's just a normal anime protagonist. He's just like, oh, man. I like, has he always just been like the Dark Lord? So he doesn't ha- he exactly. never he had to worry thinking. about that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I'm very curious. Like, she's an interesting character. And the fact that she's in the credits, yep. like the opening credits makes mm-hmm. she's going to be more relevant. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like someone's contacting her somehow, as we saw, like t- in that third episode. Someone's like, she has some sort of like, uh, clairvoyance, like in, uh, in Yu Yu. How uh, uh, Karama, yeah. he just has like a high spirit affinity. Wow. Like in the beginning. You watched it. it. Hey, look at us. <laughs> look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? All right, that button's going on me. But, <laughs> that button's going on me. But um, yeah, like it, it could just be she just has a high spirit affin- um, affinity or it's like there's something going on where the, the theory that he has after hearing the way she spoke about it, mm-hmm. he's like, maybe there's just ways from other worlds like maybe it's like a multi uh, multiverse. Yeah, he was saying like somebody was using like a basically like a telelink that and was just pinging. And I think it's pinpoint one human and right exactly. And then when they were talking about with the earthquakes, like the second that they were talking about, like when they got that first earthquake, I'm like, nah, this has something to do with it. Then there's another earthquake, and I'm like, yeah. And the moment she's like, wow, yeah, everyone else it didn't really bother them, but it hit my room hard, like it fucked my whole shit up. <laughs> yep. Um, it's curious, and then I mean, it it ended like well, I'm. I didn't expect to be as intrigued as I am. Like, I kind of wanted to watch more episodes after. Yeah. But, um... Just because the way it ends. We always yeah, exactly. end off on a good episode. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, right. uh... Because he got his powers back. I look confused. And then all... And then now Emmy's out here like, he's actually trying to save someone. Yeah. The yams. Hmm. Look at that. Look at, look at that. But like you said, John, potential... Well, that's what gave it away that I think this is going to be a redemption anime. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Usually when a main character is supposed to be someone bad. But, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Overlord. But it's actually the opposite, and it was pretty good. It came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and it's like this guy gets stuck in a game, and he's like this big kind of evil overlord, but he's human, and as the game progresses, he kind of turns into an uh, antagonist, but he's still the main character. Sounds fun. Hmm. It's interesting. Um, oh, boy. This is like, a, like the opposite of, of Slime, kind of. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Yeah, we need more enemies. Like, we need more shows like that. Isakai. Like, it's fun being bad. Yeah. Like, you ever oh, just, yeah, yeah. just be in a video game, just be bad and do all the bad things just GTA GTA Red Dead Redemption I was always I, uh, maybe I'll finally outlaw. play the second one because we have plenty of time yeah oh it's a good game about to say man being a, being a villain or being an anti-hero is you know mm-hmm. it's kind of lit it's fun to be bad yeah. I, I mean our next one is not the same but there's some some similar things to it so that'll be a good one not for sure I don't get the whole hero code you know like she was making this big fuss about oh I don't want to kill you now because like there's no honor in that. Yeah. I'm not joking. I'm like, if I'm, you're a hero, is I, if this is the easiest kill I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, then she'd be completely alone, and they need to figure out. Well, I mean, she also said that if she used her power, her remaining power, she shouldn't be able to go back. I feel like she she, she was doing okay. She had a whole nice apartment, <laughs> you know, by herself, had a good job. You know, I don't know. Also, I, she just, I thought know. the scene when the fryer broke. And he was out there like, he's like, oh my God, I'm only supposed to use my magic in emergencies. <laughs> I thought he was going to But we're it. out of pepper fries. <laughs> the fry is broken. And then he almost used it. We to need start to get first place in sales. Yeah. Dude, oh, that boy. shit was hilarious. Yeah, my man's got a promotion right after. I'm promoted to the A staff. I get a raise. <laughs> <laughs> All they eat is fucking cucumbers. I don't cucumbers. Know, I, and what's that other shit that they be eating? I don't know. Some I, sort of jelly. Conjac uh, Yeah. Jelly. Some type of jelly. Up. I don't know. I feel like em- Amelia has, or y- Yusa, she has a really good grasp of like the world. Like even when she was breaking down to uh, Asliel, like when they were in the uh, spying on the date, she's like, "Yeah, look, she's got her hair cut. That's funny. She's got her clothes, new boots. 
So like she has a pretty good grasp with. I feel like she would, if anything, she's she's thriving. She's up the, yeah, she's, she's assimilated quick. But I mean, they've been there for years. And also have the been. fact that she was by herself, like I don't think they've been there for years. I, I think she's been I, there long. Why does it feel like she's assimilated longer? I feel like because she was by herself, probably she had to. You know what I mean? Like she had to adapt quickly. Also, what's the language they're speaking? Because remember when they first come? It's some reverse. Honestly, I feel like it's them speaking English backwards. So like if if we watched it in, if we watched it in reverse, we would we would hear it's like you know Missy Elliott. Put that thing down, <laughs> flip it in reverse. So I'm just watching it like, they, they're not speaking uh, Japanese. I'm like, wait, aren't it? Yeah, listen speaking. to that shit in reverse. It's, so, yeah. listen, that thing, that konjac jelly, it's an Asian plant. I don't know what a corm is, but it's some part of the plant that's edible, right? It's also known as konjaku, the devil's tongue, voodoo lily, snake palm. So I just hmm. think it's funny. They probably just added that. Yeah, they like did that. They yeah. did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. That's cute. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Can I... Nah, that was a dumb funny when she was like, can I uh, stay with you guys tonight? It's like, what the hell? I see, I was like... He was not with the shit. He was, he was not. It's hell like, no. what the fuck is happening? Isn't and Devil's feel- literally like, he was like, yo, we're all in this together at this point. She's not going to kill me. I'm not going to kill her right now. Doesn't it feel we're very predictive. We're trying to figure, figure shit out. Like, is- as, as, the way Azio acts, like, I feel like I've seen a lot of, like, shows where it's, like, either the hero or, like, a bad guy, it's, like, starts to feel like he's turning good, and then they... The sidekick is like, yo, what are you doing? You acting wow right now. Be like, come on. You you, you forgetting who you are. Yeah. You're the Dark Lord. Like, come on. Yeah, he's probably going to get G-checked a couple of times by, by homie, especially when he starts saving people. <laughs> like, what nah, are you doing? It was funny as shit in the beginning where SEO was trying to do the magic and he couldn't do anything. Yeah. He's just like, oh, they're just cosplaying. Yo, when he did that <laughs> shit, he was like, yeah. And then they're just in the back of the cop car. Like, <laughs> Tight as hell. Yeah, Not I mean about. that, and then I just love when they were like, like I said before, when they were getting the house, and he's like, "Oh my god, you should pick up their language already." He was like, "I'm the Dark Lord. Translation like, I, is I nothing for this, me." Like, like yeah. and he was like, "Hold on, I'm in a groove right now. No, it's not me." <laughs> nah, the, the, their dynamic is fun. Nah, I like, I like, I like, yeah. Nah, they, they're, they're kind of funny together. I like that. Yeah, it's been a nice, yeah. nice little light one, quick one yeah. before we get into yeah. the next one. Yeah, nah, I told John this. He didn't, he didn't agree with me. But you watch, you watch my hero, right? Yeah, what? yeah. I saw, I thought that Chichon has like the same like artistic look as uh I didn't did, I, I agreed with you. Did you? Yeah. I didn't hear it. You didn't voice it loud enough. Well I want to get Miles' opinion on this now. Oh sure. uh you remember uh, uh Ochako in uh yeah. My Hero? Yep, yep, yeah. Does Chichon kind of look or have similar traits to that? I don't know why, but I kept see like when I whenever she was on the screen Chichon, that's the that's a, that's short that's hair. that's the girl that look work at McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. I think after the fact, after like when she got ready for the date and shit. She was yeah. Like, yeah, close. that's yeah, when she yeah like when she didn't have her hair in fucking two ponytails. Like that rounded type face. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. I, I, I kind of see where you're going there. Okay. Anything else about it? Uh, As you know, the beginning is usually quick because uh, there's just not much going on. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much it for this week of Anime Book Club. There, like I said, there's just not a whole lot. So keep with the trend. We're going to watch another three episodes from next week. So episodes four, five, and six. It's been fun. Like, I, I really like this. Shout out to Kayla again for doing this interview. I mean, we're just trying to get some content out to you guys, and this is, again, I'm not handling this well, so this has been great for me. <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, you, you know the vibe. Sorry Sports everywhere. Uh, follow me at Offended Narwhal on Twitter, and just look out for everything upcoming. Guys? <sighs> well, everybody, you know, like I, like I say every week, I just hope that y'all are maintaining the social distancing um, the curve in New York is starting to flatten out, so that's good news. But the only way that we can continue to flatten it and then eventually drop it is to make sure y'all are doing y'all part. 
Make sure y'all staying inside. And if y'all go outside, make sure y'all wearing gloves. Stay six feet apart. Wear y'all masks. All that good stuff. God bless and be easy. Come back to social media. Hashtag free miles. Uh, well, uh, you already know what it is. Follow me on the uh, Insta. Oh, wait, no, sorry. The Twitters. Uh, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Um, since you didn't steal it this week, uh, remember, tip your uh, your local delivery drivers. Um, and yeah, the curve is flattening out. Um, and let's just so let's, let's let's get our summer back. Let's, let's just everybody stay in. Do what you got to do. Let's get our summers back. And when we get our summers back, your friend that's a doctor, a nurse, a health practitioner, anybody, buy, buy, buy their drinks that night. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want to say. And the that. night after that, and the night after that. You basically owe them for the next, like, year. <laughs> nah, real talk. Because we're in New York, this shit's probably going to end first, hopefully. So let's just stay inside, and then at least we can have a good summer while the rest of the country is figuring their shit out. Yep. All right. We will catch y'all next week. <laughs>